Hey guys, it's Sedge from the future here. Just wanted to give you a little bit of a spoiler tag warning thing here. Um, we do talk a bit about Borderlands 3 and we do spoil a couple of the side quests. So if you're looking to avoid a couple spoilers, um, when we start talking about Borderlands 3, skip forward to about 19 minutes and 20 seconds. And that'll, it'll skip all the Borderlands stuff, but you won't get any spoilers. Just wanted to let you know. Thanks. Bye. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. We have standards. Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming mm-hmm. podcast where we talk about games casually and sometimes have standards. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. A.K.A. No Standards. And Control Freak. Good evening, everybody. So, how have you guys been this week? Because I know, Control, you were not here last week, so how was everybody's week? I wish I got more sleep. <laughs> but, don't we all uh, no nah, it 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 was good enough um i ended up sleeping more than gaming for last week um this past week though uh lots and lots and lots of gaming to make up for it and we'll get to that because i think you and i have both been gaming on the same thing oh god yes light what about you How how's your week been yeah, man, it's been just so great. I've been doing so many things that it'd be hard to cover here because my life is fantastic. Your life be like, ooh, uh, all right. Yeah, that's all like every games. time I open my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Light, what have you been playing this week? Because I'm going to start with you because I know what me and Control have been playing this week, and it's going to consume at least half of this show. Oh, well, I I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if it'll compare or tie in or anything. So, But uh, I've just been playing some Borderlands 3. No, you haven't, you fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I've been playing a little bit of The Last of Us, but that's about it. I wish you were playing Borderlands 3, because then you could chime in on it. Well, I don't know, because, like... Everything on Border, like, all the most positive things about Borderlands 3 have been, like, if you love Borderlands 2, then, like, you're really gonna love Borderlands 3. And, uh, I've never series. I mean, that's fair. It's not, It's really not a series for everybody, and I get that. And fun. I think this is the one I've put the most time into out of any of the games before this. 
you remember? And it's only. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and it's only been out for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, yeah. way, Do I remember way back in the day when it had, like, before the graphics switch? Uh, yeah, kind of. Even back then, it was not my cup of tea. Okay, so even back during the Borderlands 1 era? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fair. It, like I said, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's just, you know. Yeah, if, no, if I don't like Border- anybody that plays it. I see that you guys have been playing the shit out of it. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. I'm, I, I am actively glad it's just more Borderlands, and they really have perfected the formula. I guess we're just going to jump right into it here. Me and Control have been playing the fucking hell out of Borderlands. Only the fucking hell? Because I just checked my hour total. I'm at 42. Fuck you. You have double my time in the game? I mean, I did beat the game earlier today. Alright, fair enough. I was incapacitated for part of this weekend, so I wasn't able to play every hour of the day. (laughs) Um, Man, I told you about going to them raves. Hey, man. Sometimes you just gotta go to a rave. Yeah, but like, if you it. go to a rave, pop some X, like do some Molly and and dance. Don't don't constantly end up in a K hole every weekend. I don't even know what that means. Neither do I. That's all right. People that get it. Okay, so that's a joke for the raver kids who listen to the podcast. I don't know if that's actually a rave thing, but yeah, sure. I don't know either. We're going to move past this now before I offend somebody. Oh, but I got a whole thing about Jenga. Jesus. Uh, Yeah, so Borderlands 3 is just more Borderlands. If you like Borderlands, you will probably like Borderlands 3. Now, I will say this about it. they I think they did a better job of making your character feel like they're actually there outside of the cutscenes. You have legs now. <laughs> yes. You, you do can have look legs. down and see your legs. It's a ama- it's like it made me feel like back in the day when you booted up Halo, it's like I have feet. <laughs> what is this with, fuckery? Uh, seeing your body in Chronicles Riddick. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tiny thing, but it's always a plus. I, I get I get your dumb enthusiasm over such a non issue. But I well the thing my my thing with Go. it is your character has more dialogue outside of like the quip here and there during an actual quest your character talks they react to other characters saying stuff it's not just like you know your character reacting to the fact that they just blew a bandit's head off from 100 yards away it's or this event just happened or like when you activate their special ability, like I know in Borderlands 2, every time you hit the fucking uh, special for zero, he'd like alternate the same three dialogues, one of which being, you just activated my trap card. Yeah, there was that. And now zero actually has like full-on dialogues still all in haiku. Yup. And, you know, my girl Moe's is sassy diva. That is just... That's what she is, man. More militaristic diva. Still sassy, though. Still very, very sassy. I've been Flack is just funny. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying Flack, the uh, 
the self-aware murderous AI. He's he, yep. oh my god, he's HK forty seven. He's a slightly less murderous HK forty seven. Or IG eighty eight. IG eighty eight no. never talked though. HK forty seven loved to talk. I thought IG eighty eight did talk. In the books? Not much. Yeah, probably in the book. Yeah. Well, you barely saw him in the fucking movie. Uh, that is true. That is true. But I, literally, I never really dealt much, delved much into the books that involved the bounty hunters. That's fair. I read a lot of the, well, not a lot. I read a couple of the legacy books. Like they were the ones that took place right before the canon mm. uh, dump. Okay. So that they focused on, you know, Han and Leia's kids turning evil, and there was a big plot line involving Boba Fett and his daughter and the ex-bounty hunters. I thought it was Boba Fett and Han's daughter. It was, but the the first book that introduces Boba Fett, he's talking, he's, like, trying to find his daughter, and then he finds out that his daughter was killed by Han's son. Uh. And that sends him on a thing, and then, you know, obviously the their daughter teams up with him because she's trying to kill her brother we're, because we're, he's become a Sith Lord. We're going, we're, we're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This has been the, this has been the star Wars book corner. Thank you for your time. <laughs> we just went down a star hole. <laughs> no, that that'd be if we were talking about no man's guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it, it really does feel like with borderlands three, like, you're always earning something. There's never a point in the game where I felt like I have to grind to get to a place. I always feel like I'm getting a new gun or I'm earning XP no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. Because you earn XP for just about everything. And honestly, finding some of those collectibles like the Claptrap parts and the uh, Typhon de Leon um audio logs yeah we'll call them audio logs <laughs> like all of it's fun doing the kill missions is fun the game is just genuinely fun yeah it, it does so <laughs> the two main baddies though as we noted are the worst sides of both twitch and youtube <laughs> with uh ty calypso being the super annoying Twitch streamer and her brother being the YouTuber who over edits fucking everything. Yeah. Those two motherfuckers. Yeah. And it's, uh, Oh boy. They, they can be a little bit grating on your psyche at points, but I, I don't think I ever didn't like them. I don't know if I like them more than Handsome Jack, though. Yeah, I'd, honestly, Handsome Jack, I think they did the best type of villain. Oh, he was a great villain. He Because he was always... There was never a point where I felt sorry for Jack. Like, he was a great asshole villain who you just love to hate because he was always an asshole. Yeah. And he found new creative ways to be an asshole. That's for certain. Uh, the Calypso twins just seem like a couple of bitchy siblings. <laughs> whose papa didn't love them enough. Daddy wasn't there. 
to take me to the take fair. Take me to the fair. But, uh, no, uh, and outside of just the villains, I mean, the whole gambit of villains that they introduce, like all the bosses and whatnot are entertaining as hell. The fights are unique, very unique. Some are they're like annoying le- as shit. <laughs> they're like legitimate boss fights, though, like old school style, like avoid the thing on the floor, know the patterns of their bullets, like old school boss fights. Yeah. Rather than just run around and blast him in the head. Run around, hold down uh, the trigger, and at one point, someone will stop shooting bullets. Yeah, it's either going to be you or them. <laughs> um, I do like all the little references they throw in, though. I know you said you found uh, One Punch Man. Yep, One Punch Man. And... I found Lord of the Rings earlier today. Yeah, I, I haven't done that one, so I gotta find that, because that sounds lovely. It it's uh, pretty much Minds of Moria. Okay, I mean I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm assuming at the end you fight whatever the Borderlands equivalent of a Balrog is. I don't want to spoil things. Yeah, I mean I that's fair. Uh, I found a Rick and Morty reference on Promethea. I think I remember that one, but I can't recall it proper. I had to think about it when it was happening because. I was like, Wick, and she's got, like, the big spiky blue hair. And then uh, she teleported across the, like, little fight area with a green portal. I was like, okay, so this is a Rick and Morty reference. So that, that, that was neat. You know, I don't, I don't even think I kept the gun she dropped. I might have to go back and see if I can fight her to grind up, you know, the gun. Right. Because I know you can refight those people, apparently, since you were grinding One Punch Man today. Oh, I yeah, yeah, fuck, I, I got it. I got what I wanted. That that you did. You got your slug shotgun that probably m- turns people to a fine red paste. Unless they have you know five times the normal health bar, in which case everything's a bullet sponge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I guess that could be my well. Okay, so I had a lot of issues on Saturday when I was playing with crashes because my video drivers, I found out, went pretty much out of date that day. Oh. Yeah, so that's what was causing it because I upgraded my video drivers and it fixed everything. So I don't know if that's an optimization thing that it just caused the entire game to break. Because I wasn't having issues with crashes or anything the day before that, and then the graphics drivers get updated and the whole fucking thing goes down the shitter. And it could, I mean, there's always, like, some random thing that gets changed every time they do updates for stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I know a lot of people were having issues with crashing this weekend. So... I I think the game just released with a couple of bugs that really needed to be ironed out, but they seem to have fixed it now. Yeah. For the most part. Apparently there is a Destiny-style loot cave, though. I haven't come across the loot cave. I came across the Destiny Destiny joke. Yeah, the the Dinklebot? Yep. Yeah. Like, did you say it's already been patched out or it's already been found? It's already been patched. Ah, uh, see, that's the one thing. 
I wish news outlets would stop reporting on this shit. Because <laughs> then publishers just go, well, fuck, gotta patch this out. So, Bastards. This is going to sound rude. Admittedly, I had Borderlands up right now. For shits and giggles. I killed one thing and I got three legendary drops. I hate you. I, <laughs> the, the... I hate... No. Go ahead. I hate... Because every time we play together in the last, like, three days, y'all have been like, oh, look, I got another legendary. I got a purple. Literally everything I've grabbed, with the exception of, like, three guns, has been a fucking green or a blue. Well, I have found minimal epics and, like, two legendaries. It doesn't help that he's lower level. It, I'm not even that lower level. I wasn't that far behind you guys. Yeah. Uh, even, no, <laughs> even when I'm playing solo, though. Oh, no. When I was when I was doing my solo stuff, they almost never dropped for a good long while. So, yeah, it's they they will start yeah. dropping. They will start dropping. Well, I'm super excited to go into the new game plus because I know that's when you start getting the really good loot. Yeah. Um. New Game Plus, and then there is a... I don't want to call it a mutator mode, but uh, the mayhem mode. Yeah, I mean, it is... Ba Go for it. I was going to say, it is basically just a play the game, but with, like, you know, the test your might Mortal Kombat style mutators on combat, right? Yeah, so, like, two of the ones that I've dealt with in the past are normal bullets deal less damage. Elemental bullets deal more damage. Uh, or you'll have, like, less accuracy, but you'll have better shields. Hmm. Yeah. Now, do, the, do very, these very change on death? No. It's not on death. It's on... I believe it's per planet. So, like, ah. you, go to the, you go to Sanctuary, and then you go down to planet, you have a different set of modifiers. If you leave that planet and go back it will change those modifiers. Okay, so it's pretty much every time you move to a new place, it changes the modifiers. Yeah. Does it change... Is it per planet, or, like, if you go to another area, are the modifiers different? Uh, no. It's for the planet. Okay, so, so not... just for the entire planet. Yeah. D okay, so I know this was a complaint that I saw from people. Have you thought that the planets feel samey? I mean, at all. it is literally the same planet, but um, I wouldn't say that it feels samey. For the first portion of the game, at first, yes, it, I kind of felt like, okay, I'm back on Pandora. It's Pandora, Pandora, Pandora. But they've done a good job, even within Pandora, to kind of make it feel unique. And then you go to uh, Promethea, and it's like, okay, this looks drastically different and, and then, then you go to eden 6 and it's yeah well we've been to eden 6 before but yeah it it is a different feel it looks different it it doesn't necessarily play different but you know you can only do so much with the play but i don't i don't think it all feels samey okay well i i just wanted to bring it up because i know that's something people have talked about with uh levels feeling similar right just because, you know, it's an open world level with a hub area. 
Yeah. You know, so I guess you could say they're similar in that, but I don't know what you want if you were expecting, like, this to be the Battle Royale planet, where it's a completely different style of game. I, I don't know what you were expecting. Welcome to the Battle Royale. Oh, I, I think I'm, I, I, I would probably get angry if that was a thing. I hope to God they don't add it. Because they do have the, they had the Battle Royale joke in the game. Yes. And I, also, well, and I think they will keep it a game. Or a, sorry, I, not a game, a joke. I don't think they will put it into the game. We can, we can only hope. I just realized I probably should put some kind of a spoiler tag at the beginning of this episode. Have we talked about spoilers? Just in case. Well, I mean, we've referenced a couple things, like a couple references and... Uh, the yeah. like for Borderlands, so you know, if you wanted to find those on your own, you haven't gotten the chance yet. True. Okay. So I'll I'll put like a yeah. little message at the beginning of the episode. I personally feel like you guys totally ruined the game for me, so I will I, accept this problem. I'm, I'm sorry. Um but yeah, so yeah, Borderlands three is awesome. If you haven't checked it out. You should do that if you're into looter shooters. And there's more content coming on the horizon. And I guess the first two, like, DLCs are going to be free, so. Nice. That's nifty. Um, let's see. Oh, I got a weird piece of news for you guys. Okay. Actually, before we get into that, I can talk about the other thing I've played this week. So, I played the COD beta as well this weekend. I it was my break from just playing Borderlands for eight hours straight. Only uh, eight. <laughs> joking. I had stuff to do this weekend. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, I played the uh, the beta for Modern Warfare. It was um. So you remember when you played Call of Duty Four and you actually. You, you weren't really able to sprint around the map like a madman, and you had to kind of think about what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's how this feels. Like, there was legitimately a point where I was covering an objective in Domination. I posted up on a wall and just kind of, you know, sat there and defended an objective. I didn't feel like I was going to get ganked by someone jumping over a building... I still stand by what I said from the 2v2 gunfight mode. No death I've had feels like bullshit. It's always your fault. I have definitely died faster than I expected to. <laughs> but never have I thought, no way that guy killed me, I did this first. Or, no, that's a bullshit death. No, every time I've been like, okay, you know what? That's fair. He probably plugged me in the head and I was shooting him in the chest. Of course, I died first. So, I think it's going to be a very good game and they're testing out their 32v32 mode next weekend. Oh my. Yeah, so they're really going hard on the let's compete with Battlefield. I accept this. I look forward to I, it. Talk to me I when also... Mac is with the size of Mag. Oh, God, Mag. No, You know what? No, because the matches weren't technically that sized. <laughs> I I remember Mag, because they, they were like, nope, it's 250 players versus 250 players. 
in reality, it was... No, it was 128 v. 128. It was a total of 256. Oh, right. My apologies. But even still, it didn't end up... You never saw all 256 players. You were confined to your little quadrant of the map with your... uh, I think it was platoon. So you had the company and then four platoons and then each squad had... Or each platoon had four squads or something. Yeah, it's still crazy what they pulled off on PlayStation. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, Battlefield was pulling... Oh, yeah, you, you did specify on PlayStation, because Battlefield was pulling off, like, that shit on the PC. At that time. Actually, before that, with 1942 and Battlefield Vietnam. Oh, God, Battlefield Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think about... you. You don't think about the old battlefields much anymore, honestly. Everyone's playing the new one. And by playing, oh, yeah, I mean I'm... complaining about the new one. Well, there's a lot to complain about, so... Oh, I mean, that's the same with any game. I mean, yeah, but... What do you expect? People are going to complain about stuff. I still think the game is fun, it's just not as fun as it could be. True. Um... But yeah, so a uh, weird bit of news. So this comes from a Jim Sterling video. Like I wouldn't have seen this if it if not for this video. This the comes Church from of the gym. <laughs> the Church of England has condemned loot boxes. I mean, if you're gonna hate on anything, might as well hate on loot boxes. Well. It's funny because one of their archbishops came out and he's a he's a doctor, and he came out and says like, "No, this is this is bullshit because this is obviously targeting children." I'm sure he said bullshit too. I mean, of they're... course he didn't, but the it's point still stands that. Are we sure he didn't say bullshit? I mean, I have one of the quotes from the video up, and I don't see bullshit anywhere in it. Missed opportunity, priest. Yeah. But it, it it's a lot of, you know, the quote, to summarize the last part of it, he's basically saying, it's strange that parents have allowed gaming companies to do this with no accountability when their minds are still developing so they can develop addictions to this kind of stuff. Right. So whether it's actively going after gaming or just the gambling in general, it's still crazy that the Church of England came out and said this. (laughs) So that that was just a little bit of crazy, interesting news. Um... Should we talk about the other big thing that got revealed? The fact that we finally understand Death Stranding? Do we? And they've been releasing so much crap. Well, it it's almost they they have been, and light I'll I'll let you take over on this since, you know, you're the Death Stranding guru of the group. Shit. But it seems like Kojima has gotten sick of people asking him what the hell it is. That's really what it feels like. Like that is absolutely what this seems like to me, because game uh, during Gamescom, I thought that the trailers he released were very revealing, and then I didn't even realize how little TGS. I watched uh, 
I, I didn't even watch the full 50-minute vi- video or the walkthrough of Sam's safe house. I just watched the uh, the one briefing video. It was just like, shit, man. And also the uh, the recap of the gameplay. Right. But like, so, yeah. Uh... Everything's been revealed on this game. Like, there, there's no... The only thing that's left is to see where the story goes. We even know how Troy Baker's character fits in and why he doesn't like uh, Sam and all of that. Oh, see, I didn't look at any of that, so... No, you don't have to. They, still... say, they say in the briefing video, oh, this this city here doesn't want to be part of the, the oh. United Cities of America, and these people wear these gold masks because oh. they're, they're instigating void outs. Well... Okay. Well, I didn't actually hear that in the briefing video, so I was still blissfully ignorant to that, so thank you. Well, I mean, if you watched it anyway, it's not like I really spoiled it. I know. I just didn't hear that part. Yeah, so but... it just it looks like Kojima's take on survival. I'm, a, I'm, I'm very curious, but I'm a little disappointed. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of shit to manage. Yeah. So, uh, uh, obviously, we're going to pretty dive heavily into this. So, if you don't want to know anything about Death Stranding, skip ahead like five minutes. I don't know if we'd cover it all in five minutes. Yeah, I don't know either. But we're going to dive pretty heavily into what we saw from the gameplay roundup here. So... It looks like you actually like you have to manage your weight distribution, uh, your boot health, different clothing options give you different status effects. I mean, it's I mean, all standard role play shit. Survival right, shit. right. And I mean, it's pretty standard for like a Japanese developed game to have that many different things to manage. I'll tell you what I like. I like the option to help other players with strands and stuff. I like the idea yeah. that you can just, like, you can plop down something very useful and just be like, hey, if you come across this, like, take it. Yeah. So that I, in our recording show notes, I marked it down as Dark, Stro- Dark Souls Survival Mailman Metal Gear. Dark Strolls. Yeah, yeah Dark Strolls. Because, like Dark Souls, you can leave notes on the ground to help players out. In this, you can actually leave, like, packages for players to deliver. Great chest ahead. Huh? Full-on packages. I mean, like, there's your deliveries that you could just be like, fuck it, I don't feel like delivering this and leave it for somebody else to pick up and get the reward for. But, like, you can can leave a full-on package, like, hey, man, you need a gun? Hey, man, you want another ladder? You know what I mean? Like, you need it. Like you need the you need an exosuit to let you carry more shit. You need a little cargo bob to follow you around. Like, yeah, this game. I finally understand what Kojima meant by connecting people after by watching the, the this whole thick and rope thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's do we legitimately? Think, do we think honestly though that this game is going to be a game where people help each other survive? Like maybe there will I be think... a small community of it, but. But I just feel like the vast majority of players are going to be dickheads. And it's like, hey, come over here, check this out. Whenever you open it up, it explodes. See, I don't I don't think that the game is designed for that, though. 
I mean, maybe I, I it think, is. I, from what I see, I really do think that there is going to be, like, I think that freedom is going to exist. Oh, I mean, probably will. And there'll probably be people who will, like, you know, put a ladder down. It's like, oh, yeah, this will help you. And at the end of the ladder, it just kind of collapses into a ravine. Yeah, or they set one of the messages down that's like, here's the safe path, but it's, like, the worst way to go. Yeah, like, it's also, definitely the way Also, managing the baby's gonna be a bitch. Well, did you see all the shit in that with, like, you have to manage the baby, you have to sit down and massage yourself and sleep. Yeah, like, and, that, and the whole goes... time you gotta worry about B... T... The... Yeah, the BTEs or whatever they're called? They're called BTs, because it's beach things. Oh, right, right. Um, but yeah, the whole time you gotta worry about the BTs, uh, which includes whenever you sleep, and, and I definitely can tell that's gonna also mean the BB, which is the name of the baby, because it's a bridge baby. So many. It's like Kojima Every gave up real world uh, uh, initial things and was like, I could do my own. All the Every goddamn acronyms. Yeah. Every time they said BB, I expected the little, I expected BB-8 to roll across the screen. Oh, see, every time they said BB, all I could think about is like, just stupid pet names between annoying people. Oh, Hmm. I thought you were going to say Christmas story. You'll shoot your eye out. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's only whenever I see Red Rider. Um, Ah. But, yeah, uh, there's so much stuff to manage. I, I don't know. it. What's kind of crazy about this game is there is such a online multiplayer integration into everything, and there's all these ways to connect to people, and they talked about all the themes about, like, you know, not trusting people and trusting people and, and connecting with them and how we're all isolated these days. And They said all this bullshit, but then he went and built a game... It looks like you cannot couch play with a friend. This is very much a solo experience where all your interactions with other humans come exclusively through online bits. Yeah, which I I guess it makes sense with the whole, you know, Facebook-style like system they're throwing into the game. Which, man, it's so cool to finally see what the quote-unquote elements of social media are. Like, oh, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. But. Hey, guys, if you like my drop, like and subscribe, and I'll drop more loot later. Well, Well, now that you you brought that up, I'm wondering if that's how you you curb the griefers, is it's basically somebody's ranking. It's, It's the video game equivalent of the Chinese social media rating thing they have. Well, that could be. I mean, if you see some, if somebody, you know, greets people, then the, you know, and they leave a package, it's like, oh, this person is, you know, well known for not helping people. And then yeah, it's like, look, oh, this well, person is like a level, is like a super high level, but they have blank many hearts. That means that they're not a very helpful person. This yeah. guy is known for being a dick to others. Also, I'm wondering how many ladders are just going to be scattered across the world? It all It's all going to depend on how helpful players actually are. Because don't forget, the secret cutscene from Metal Gear Solid Five 
was not found naturally. It was data mined. And then, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, I remember. Yeah, and then the arms race picked up. Even after people found out, like, hey, globally, there's a cutscene that'll be unlocked once we all de-arm. People were like, time to pick up on the arms. The PC, where where they data mined in general, has the highest rating of new. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I I get what Kojima's trying to go for with this now. And I'm just going to keep saying that. It's not going to sound any better the more it goes. It's going to um, be so on the nose. Like, he's trying to say, like, we all need to come together. And it's like, I, it's a good message. Good luck. Yeah. I'm still going to play know. it, I'm though. I mean, it still looks fun and interesting. Too. I want to explore the world. Yeah, I, I simultaneously want to play it more than I have so far, and I also uh, d- care a little less. I got I got a I'm question cu- for you, because we've been talking about this for, like, two years now. <laughs> Not literally, but we've, we have been talking about about the entire time that we've known each other. Um, wh- what do you think, as far as this being his make-or-break moment, do you think he stands a better chance now or is it still up in the air? Like in general, do I think now that people know what the hell it is, do I think the now game stands a better know, chance? Now that you know what it is, we all know that it's going to sell, but now that you know what the game is, assuming it sells like hotcake somehow. Is it going to be Koji? That this will be a make moment? I think that this, no matter what, no matter how Death Stranding does, people are going to give Kojima money to make games. Really? I think, yeah, absolutely. Because it's Kojima. It's Kojima. He is. You don't had, think that if, it flops, and then there's stories from Sony about how, like, yeah, he was a real dickhead who wouldn't, you know, couldn't produce fast enough that it wouldn't just, like, put a freeze on him in the industry in general? No, because I think even if he couldn't get going as a solo developer, another studio would pick him up. Yeah, probably. Like, I I think that now that we know what the game is, it's going to be a very niche game with a very niche audience. I think a lot of people will buy it, play it, realize it's not for them, and then the game will end up you know, probably having a ton of griefers for like a week or more. And then it'll have its very niche following that really likes the game. It is one of the first times that I've been genuinely sad that I don't have internet access, even if I had a PS. Right. Because and I mean, I'm so curious about it. It looks very interesting to me. Just this idea of collabing, like, I would be the type of player that if I was really into the game, if I had the chance, I would just be leaving it for people everywhere. I mean, and that that's what I'm saying is going to end up happening at the end. It's going to have its niche group of people who play it like that. 
Yeah. They're just there to help each other out and continue, uh, you know, and continue helping people. Um, yeah, but I, I'm going to get the game now. I mean, I was going to get it anyway. Because I was curious about it. But I think now that I know what it is, I can be in the right mindset when I go into it and enjoy it that way. I think back to the first gameplay showing that they did where it kind of just looked like a new take on Metal Gear because the only thing you saw was stealth. Right. Also, there's still so much shit that they've shown that we don't know what's going on. What about the parts where you're in first person traveling through like a hellscape of World War II? Yeah, anyway. I mean, what about... They haven't shown anything with the World War II. They, we still don't know jack shit about the story, really. Apart from good. the fact I, that you're I trying... I don't want them to spoil that much. No, and that's fine. I just want to know what the hell the game... Like, the core gameplay loop was going to be. And now that I know that, like I said, I can be in the right mindset to play this game. Yeah. Because... And that's a weird caveat to have for playing a game is, Oh, you need to be in the right mindset to play it. But most games are like that. Thinking about it's like that, we... that gameplay they showed with the stealth. How does that tie in? And also, man, imagine like creeping through and then your, your boot finally breaks down. And now yeah. you gotta, you gotta creep through and worry about like the blisters on your feet or whatever. Or if, or if you're like, uh, if you pushed yourself a little too hard for a delivery and um, Sam is exhausted or if you're stealthing through an area and the bridge baby starts crying. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of... There's a lot of moments built for sharing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of instant stories to tell. My... My question is, for somebody like you who doesn't have, like, cable internet, right? Or fiber? Yeah. I wonder if, like, someone like that will be still able to enjoy this game. To it. Not to its full potential, but still enjoy it. I, from what it looks like, I don't know if you could play it without an internet connection. And see, that's a problem in its own right, though. That's where we're headed. But I guess if it, I guess so, yeah, that is kind of where we're headed with it. I don't know. Control's been strangely quiet, and I think that's because he didn't watch the video. You are correct that awesome. I didn't watch the video, but as we've as we've gone over in previous videos, my my interest in Death Stranding has been minimal just because yeah. I've I've been burned out by Kojima games. Are they fun? Yes. Most of the Metal Gears have felt the same since 3. And Death Stranding, just everything I've seen about it has either confused me or made it feel like the... It, it's like playing Truck Driver Simulator. Yeah. Or um, what's that one that they do... <sighs> They always do the fundraiser every year where they play a truck driving simulator where it's literally just making sure you press the left oh, key. Oh, Desert Bus? Yeah. 
it's like playing desert bus in my opinion like that that's what it looks like to me because it's like all right you're carrying this box you're on this side of the map go to this side of the map they're probably going to be hazards from here to there yeah so i think that's part of the reason why after seeing this i'm like okay yeah i can get behind this because I, don't I like playing Euro Truck Simulator. <laughs> we'll see. I don't think even if you did watch it, that Control would be interested. No, and and that, I that's what I said though. This game is not going to be for everybody. Yeah. And that's fine. If 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 it's not for you, it's not for you. I'm not going to hold it against anybody who decides like, no, the game wasn't for me. Like I'm not going to be. I'm sure there's going to be people out there when the game drops. They're going to play it. And they're going to jump on anybody who says, you know what? I played it. I didn't like it. They're going to jump down their throats and go, what the hell, man? How could you not like it? Didn't you see all the symbolism and all this? And If they didn't reveal anything about the story, if there wasn't enough of the story to hook me, I don't know if I'd be that interested in it. That's fair. I Like I said, I'm also weird, though. I like playing... Euro Truck Simulator, so I like the just monotonous drive to deliver a thing. Well, because it's a good podcast game. And and I don't mean a good game to record a podcast to. It's a good game to, like, sit down, relax, with a nice, you know, cup of tea or glass of whiskey. Just throw on a podcast or an audio book and go. Yeah. Now, obviously, that. you're going to want to you know, listen to story and stuff. So you have to pause it every now and again for that. But the majority of that gameplay loop is going to be you trekking across mountains, not doing jack shit, except trekking across mountains. Yeah. But I'm, I'm very mixed on it. I look forward to it dropping and man, I really hope that they don't reveal anything else now. Yep. There's just so nope, much uh... out on it. I am in that same boat because now I think we've seen enough on it where if you were curious as to what it is, now you know and you can make your choice. If you if this is a game that you will enjoy or if it's a game that you want to wait till reviews come out on or if it's a game that's, you know what, this just isn't my cup of tea. Yeah. Speaking of finally knowing what it's about and knowing that it it's either for you or it's not. I know where this is going. Yeah, you do. Nintendo like revealed <laughs> the weirdest fucking trailer for Ring Fit Adventure. The Hula Hoop of Doom. I saw this mentioned. I don't know where to give credit. But I saw somebody say it reminded them of like, like, okay, you know the two people that are that they keep cutting back to in that? The weirdly enthusiastic couple. Yes. That have the weirdest faces. They said it, it reminded them like like the de- director was some Kubrick type that just made them keep doing take after take after take after take. <laughs> until okay. they finally got yeah. that. And like, that's so accurate. Those people were so creepy. Like before we even get I... into the dumb ring or the game itself or anything like that, just like. What was up with those two percenters, man? I I don't know, man. Imagine if you were on like a four-day bender 
And then you were like, oh, shit, I got to, you know, go act. And so you just, you do like an eight ball of cocaine. You run right into there. And then you do like 47 takes. And on that last one, they're just like, give it your all. I think that that's the result. An eight ball of cocaine, huh? After a four-day so... bender of just being awake. Um, that's a lot of goddamn cocaine. Hmm. That's an eighth of an ounce. Still, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Like, that's not a lot. That's a lot of cocaine to do it once. <laughs> <laughs> you do little bits of uh, cocaine. Like, I, I don't think they even like I, measure. I don't know. Either way, yeah. No, they were weirdly enthusiastic about the weirdest goddamn thing. And they had please the explain. Faces. You could screenshot anything. So, but, okay, let, let's just talk, though. Compared to Wii is... Fit. What do you think? Uh, I don't have thoughts, because... I gotta be honest, man. When I when they, when they were like, hey, we're coming out with this weird ring controller, it's gonna be... Also, I don't, I don't think that this is actually related to the... Uh the controller patent like everybody thought i just don't see no. how but but anyway w when they were like yeah it's going to be like a new fit type thing i was like this is stupid and then i watched them play it and if it was just a series of exercises i think i would still be like this is stupid but seeing that it's like a legit game there's something enticing about it they even have a low impact mode. Like, I don't know how to describe it. This shit looks kind of cool to me. I mean, it's a neat concept. I just, I don't, I don't get it. That it's not for me. Exercise, not for you. Shocking. Not exercise. Exercise involving that thing. <laughs> I. The, the the actual controller device itself makes sense. I think the leg strap is stupid, even though it makes sense too. Like to, you know, make sure it can it can follow you. But like uh But yeah, the that thing kinda makes sense now because of how it's also kind of resistance bands and you know, so many other things. I don't know. There's something about it that's very enticing. Yeah, I mean that, I don't want to get it. I had I had a Connect and Connect Sports, and now, granted, none of those are a full-fledged, like full-on adventure RPG the way this is. Probably would have made them better, but I played the shit out of that for like a month, and then I think that I just like right then and there decided I don't want to connect anymore. I mean, that's fair. The Connect was also buggy as shit and didn't always register your movements. Yeah, ours did so... pretty fine for our space though. But Mine like eventually picked up ghosts. Eventually the Connect just became Netflix pause and I realized the true benefit of a Connect was never playing Connect Sports again. No, the <laughs> only the only worthwhile game on Connect was uh Dance Central which I had the knockoff. Just Dance which became the primary. The... Yeah. 
That's right. Wait, Dance Central was the original and Just Dance was the knockoff that became the primary? That sounds yeah, like dude. a fucking Guitar Hero yeah. rock band situation. Well, yep. Dance Central was made by Harmonix itself. Ah. Just Dance was Ubisoft's cash-in. Yep. But and now Just Dance was easier to play than Dance Central, so it got more people into it than Dance Central yeah. did. But Plus, Dance Central Dance was came out on everything. Better. You could play it with a move. You could play it on the Wii. Yeah. But there were probably a in DS my opinion, Dance Central was hands upon hands above. Yeah. Just Dance. Oh yeah. I, think I never even played Dance Central, so I wouldn't know. Missed opportunity. I guess. Yeah. I don't actually remember which one I had. I just know I, that I didn't play it. I wasn't about to dance. <laughs> I always I played it the drunk. only. The only connect get well that just has potential to end horribly. <laughs> it did. I believe it. <laughs> I wasn't the one that broke the TV though. But ah, ring see, I was thinking table. Vector, it's a stupid name. And yeah. a cool game. And I hope that they come out with more games that are like... Like, the cool thing about this is you're doing legit exercise. It can tailor-make for you. It's using all the stupid gimmicks inside the Joy-Cons. But uh, it's not a, a, a terribly hidden series. But Like, it's a real game. And I think that that's yeah. what really gets me with it. But I think it's going to go the same way as the Wii Balance Board, which could also be used for, like, snowboarding games and all that, and nobody used it for that because everybody bought it, used it for a month, and then it rotted in the corner. But by starting off with a real game, the Balance Board started off with a series of exercises. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I mean, it it's possible. I, I'm... I'm curious to see where it goes. I don't hold high hopes for it. No, it's a niche market anyway. There's very, there's a very specific type of person that's like, I want to work out, but, you know... Soccer I, moms? I don't... Yeah, soccer moms. <laughs> this is that, it's that demographic. It's why they always show women in yoga pants playing it. Yeah. Uh, but it does look like fun. Here, I thought it was because women in yoga pants sell. Yeah, that. I mean, that too... Uh, I was going to say something, though, about back when we were talking about the Kinect for a minute. The only game I ever wanted to own, for, well, I wanted to own two, but one just looked bad in the end. Uh, the only game I ever wanted to own for the Kinect was Steel Battalion Heavy Armor. Oh, the sequel to Steel Battalion? Yeah, the sequel to the game with the most complicated yeah. fucking controller ever. Remember that time that we made a $200 controller? Well, now yeah. we have no controller for the sequel. Yeah, that was that was its big issue. Was there? Yeah, there was just <laughs> no controller. Yeah, the and connect... every. Good. Oh, I was gonna say everything in that game did not behave well. <laughs> if there was a way that Xbox One could have kept Connect 2.0 without uh without having to be so high cost uh it would have been nice to see it implemented more because um voice commands in the games are cooler 
the actual full body connect games blow but voice commands are always superior that's why they ended up adding them to the PlayStation I for PS4 hmm ah uh. yeah it, uh, I, it, I, it did actually have pretty good uh, voice recognition yeah I mean they didn't market it well it made the system cost too much and they made it a point to be like you could have 20% more power for your games if you didn't use it so like they did everything wrong with it they did a lot wrong podcast says hello hi podcast yeah no they, they did a lot wrong at the launch of the Xbox one and they're kind of pulling themselves out of it now I think they're doing great while also going away from having a baseline console which might because be smart. everything's coming to PC. <laughs> yeah. Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. Eventually everything will just become PC. <laughs> so Apple just launched the Apple Arcade. You guys see this? I I briefly I watched it. Into it. I I watched it and it's a thing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's Almost 100% just Game Pass. Yeah, well, it's it's like you pay Game the subscription. Pass, you it's can Game download Pass all meets. The games uh, well, that's the thing. It's Game Pass meets what's the Google Stadia, thing? But no. Stadia, yeah. No, because Stadia streams. This does not. Stadia I thought one of the things internet. they talked about was being able to go from like one device to another. Well, Apple device, but don't forget, Microsoft's doing the same thing. They just brought Game Pass to PC. I'm sure that it would come to Windows Phone and Surface tablets if there was a uh, bigger install base. I'd, I'll have to go back and rewatch it, because from what I had seen, it made, they made it sound like you could go from all right, I was playing on my phone. Now I'm on my MacBook and playing the same game right where I left off. Yeah, but you still would have to probably download the game because none of them stream. It's download only. Play offline if you want. Yeah. But, so I think it's it's an interesting take. It's funny that, like, with Apple TV, granted, there are certain things Apple can do that are interesting, like some of the creators that they've signed on for Apple TV. But like with Apple TV, it's just the cable model. With with Apple Arcade, it's just Game Pass. Um, but what I think that where I think that it could really stand, where I think that it's going to shake things up is I think that Apple Arcade is going to become the new place for indie games. Yeah, but every place comes out every two years and says we're the new place for indie games. They're not saying that. It's just how it is by virtue of developing for iOS. This is a... They say that there's over 100 games on launch. Again, it's already launched, but none of us own iPhones. Um, uh, but all the games are indie games. This is a curated list of the best of the best indie games available on the app. Yeah, I mean, 
I realized that, you know, they're all indie games and it's all curated, but that you said something right there that just, uh, you know, explains a lot of it to me. It's only on Apple. So therefore, yeah. there you go. You've alienated a shitload of people right there. I mean, I guess. But even if it even if it was launched for Android and shit, who the fuck would actually be buying it? Like, you're only buying into it if you if you own the Apple device to begin with. I think it's pretty cheap, and that's cool. But, uh, yeah, I think that they have the install base that they can do that. And I, if it succeeds, I think that it really will be the new place to bring your indie game. Other than that, yeah, other than that, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not trying to sell you guys on it. You don't have to sound, you don't have to be like, you know, suspicious or anything. I think it's stupid. I think it's a stupid thing. I hate Apple. But uh, I do think that this could... I do think that's one way that this could end up being, like, kind of game-changing. If it pans out, yeah. Steam's gotten bloated. Uh, Nintendo, their everything is just weird. Dude, what the fuck is going on with Nintendo? Um, If if you're an Indian, you sign with EA, like, what are you really getting out of it? There's... Where else do you really go right now? I do think that this is the place to be. I just I don't I don't know if there's going to is there is a large enough market of people who would want to pay for stuff. Um funny you would say that. Statistically iOS users are more willing to pay more money than Android users. It's because Apple has already taken everything out of their wallet, so they, you know, just consider to themselves, what's another dollar? Yeah. (laughs) But the idea of five bucks to play just about everything. And there are some genuinely good games on there, don't get me wrong. I just, I don't know. Fuck out. I mean, I think that Stadia is kind of bullshit, too. So, well, they they come out with these great i like great great concepts. And it's like okay, yeah, you know, this sounds like something I could possibly get behind, and then they just start mucking it up. But it, of mm-hmm. course, in the end, it's all in the the name of profit. That's I mean, everything that, is yes, everything is in the name of profit, and but that's the thing. Even their original idea, their original premise for these would have netted them a great profit, but then they start changing it up and it's like, oh, well, actually it's going to do this and you have to buy this or you have to, you pay for yeah. this. And that was, that was like, the thing with Stadia where whenever we didn't know anything about it and they were like, yeah, this is the new streaming service. It was like, hey, this sounds like a cool idea. And then later on they're like, it's nothing like you thought it was. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, like, with this Apple thing, it's like, okay, pay us to host these games, and you can play, like, a lot of these games will be free, but for the really good ones, you're going to have to pay for them. 
No, but with, you're paying with, monthly for this service. Yeah, with Apple Arcade, you pay monthly. You can download any game for free. And the other thing is that there are no microtransactions in any of the games. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, it is. It's such an interesting model. But, like, again, and with them opening up uh, controller support instead of making their own, they've, they're opening, like, the update that uh, Arcade comes with is also now you can pair a PS4 or Xbox One controller to any of your iDevices. I mean, that's so, just like, Bluetooth. Yeah. Um, particularly with Xbox One, but even DualShock 4 this, this gen. It's not like DualShock 3 was, where you have to jailbreak yeah. your phone if you want to pair it. Yeah. But, um... Uh... Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it is. Not it was. It will be interesting to see where it goes. Man, you really are zoned there. out. I told you I took some meds to get rid of my head cold, so. <laughs> um, Always remember yeah. to stay hydrated. Yeah, hmm. that's for sure. Um... So yeah, that's uh, I think that's a good place to wrap it up, don't you guys think? Sure. Yeah, I was trying to think if there was anything else really that's been announced or anything major, but we'll have some more next week because oh. uh, what? Uh, since we forgot to talk about it last week, I just remembered this. Light. Last week we forgot to bring up. We finally learned what that new Resident Evil game was going to be. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, we brought it up. Yeah. Did we? I didn't. I thought we forgot about it last week. Resident we Dead, or it is it left point. for evil? It. I think we talked about it before recording and then forgot to bring it up. I could be wrong. Oh. It's uh, it's asynchronous with uh, one player bas- basically plotting down the enemies yeah a player builds yep. the map and then other players run through it yeah yep it, it's basically a player create playing as the director ai from left for dead yeah so we know what that is now so that's kind of neat and at the end they showed a you know player controlled titan hmm. so i'm wondering if they're gonna have like you know the or Mr. X specifically. Okay, I was wondering what the hell a Titan. Was. A, a Titan is what Mr. X is, but it's specifically Mr. X. I'm wondering if they're gonna have Nemesis in there, and you know if you'll be able to control the liquors and all that. It looks interesting. It'll, it'll be inter- Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where the game goes from there. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up in case we forgot about it last week, which I don't honestly remember. <laughs> um yeah but i don't have anything else i'm good on my end some bullshit about the ps3 controller that's completely unimportant it'd be a terrible end note all right i mean it is about the ps3 controller which is on the way out well it's it's something it's definitely been out but uh like it's not even on the way i think that as soon as the dualshock 4 came out that probably just forget it so that, but uh, true. but it's just comments that I've been seeing online, and that I think you guys also 
had stated where I just felt like I had to clarify a few things for anybody who wasn't in the know. It, mm. Again, it's it's a terrible endpoint. I mean, even explaining <laughs> it sounds boring right now. It's more of an opener. <laughs> uh, I wondered what the hell you were talking about in the plans when you said DualShock 3. I was like, what? Yeah. But, all right. Um, as you always, you can find... Hold on real quick. I just... Because it, it now, now I feel pressured, like it's a weird cliffhanger. It's not that big a deal. It's just that the reason that the six axis even came out was because Sony was in a lawsuit against the people who make Rumble. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't actively choose to kill Rumble, even though if you aren't familiar with that whole battle, if you look back at uh, if you look back at old news articles, Sony used to tout like like they were making a conscious choice, not like it was something they legally had to do. And um, at some point, I probably would have thrown in that I still want to get my hands on the dumb boomerang. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. (laughs) That's all. Okay. Well, and I, I actually do remember that lawsuit going on. I've always wondered how the other companies did it, because if you pop open the controllers, all the motors look the same. I don't know how Sony's the only one that got in a lawsuit over it. Probably uh, because they started. Probably because they did something just slightly different. Yeah. Well, it's it's that, or they just because the company yeah, owns the patent and they yeah, yeah they they pay a licensing thing, and Sony might have just been like, oh yeah, we'll just try and be sly about this and not have to deal with additional licensing for the controller. Yeah, and but yeah. The only reason well. I had that on there, I don't mean to drag this out any further. I'm done. I swear. But the only reason I had that on there is like that generation of consoles, the the seventh generation, the PS3 and 360 and whatnot, like. I was so freaking into that for like two years before they even unveiled the consoles, I would call up customer service for all three major companies and try to see if I could get them to dish me out some sort of dirt. Like I was a journalist or something and like they would know, but uh, yeah. So that was like, that was my time to really be into gaming. I have so many anecdotes and dumb tidbits and facts that I know that, I just feel the need to share them whenever I see the internet being weird and dumb. Well, the internet's always weird and dumb, so... Oh, but not I always that. in a way that I can correct. <laughs> well, there's rarely a thing you can correct because people are just going to be weird and dumb on the internet. At yeah. all times. <laughs> so that's all. The six-axis was not on purpose. The earth is flat. What were you going to say? I was just going to wrap up the show, if that's all right. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Gaming Casual Pod, at Facebook.com slash group slash Gaming Casual Podcast, I believe. Um, yep. And you can find myself and my personal accounts at Sedge underscore Gaming on Twitter. Twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge and also Facebook.com slash groups slash Sedge Gaming. Control? Uh, find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Control Freak. On Twitter, generally where I just post that I'm about to go streaming, 
Uh, it's Freak Control. Because someone took Control Freak. Bastards. Uh, and then on Facebook with facebook.com slash review. Z-E-G-U-R-U. Where he sometimes posts opinion pieces about gaming. And life in general. Yeah. Light, what about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs where you post things? I mean, like, I'm pretty sure that if they look at you or whatever, they could eventually find me. I'm not plugging myself this week. I got recommendations. Um, All right. If you're into deep dives into games, gaming and the people that make them and the stories behind them and stuff like that, there is the three YouTube channels, Gamers, which the A is a V for some reason. Um, uh, no Clip, uh, which does amazing documentaries. And GDC, where you can see like game developers talk about you know stuff behind it. Yep. Both are all, all three really great. And uh, check out the other podcast we plugged at the beginning and post this segment right here. So at the beginning and the end of the episode, check out those podcasts as well. Uh, but thank you all for listening. We love you all. If you like the show, share it with your friends. Um, you know, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, or you know, hit us up on Twitter. That really on the does Facebook matter, group. by the way. Reviews on Apple it does. Podcasts it, really do matter. It does. It helps us get views, um, and as does you know, just sharing it with people in general. But we love you all as a and friend. Uh, yeah, as a friend. <laughs> Only friends. Yeah, a little more. No oh my. Okay, Light loves you a little more. Um, But yeah, so have a good week, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will see you next week. Deuces. Hey, everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look, man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over. You got to go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, The Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun. It's not always politically correct. And it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Hey guys, Sedge here. I uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out to our intro music, 8-Bit Onward by Heatley Bros. You can find them on YouTube, and I will be posting a link in the description. Thanks. Bye.